1: It's in our nature to fear, but Jesus says to fear not, as we'll see next. Join us. What does it mean to fear not? That is a challenge I think most of us struggle with from time to time, yet that is our calling. We're not supposed to fear. In fact, if we really truly understand who Jesus is and what he has done for us and the access we have to him, there really is no reason to fear, is there? That's the encouraging word we have for you today here on Times of Refreshing from the well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California. Join us, won't you, and be encouraged as we're called to fear not. With today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing Now, here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. Now what I want to do
0: here is I want to show us a picture of this. It's a lot of scripture, but it is a powerful picture of of our, our proper response to conflict, to persecution, to sometimes dealing with circumstances that are tough where we have to make a stand for Jesus and not budge. I want to show a picture of this. Acts chapter 4. Let's look at Acts chapter 4, and we're going to read down starting at verse 1, and we're going to just let the Word of God work. Amen? Let's take a look at this. Let's let this picture speak. Peter and John have just been arrested. For healing, by the grace of God, a lame man at the temple gate. The gate called beautiful. And it says here in verse 1 of Acts chapter 4. Now, as they spoke to the people, the priest, the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees came upon them. Well, they're getting ready to get arrested. He says, and the Sadducees came upon them, being greatly disturbed that they taught the people and preached In Jesus, the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was already evening. However, many of those who heard the word believed, and the number of the men came to be about 5,000. It says here, and I want to read this again in verse 2. Verse 1, now as they spoke to the people, the priest, the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees came upon them being greatly disturbed that they taught the people and preached in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. They preached in Jesus the resurrection of the dead, and as they're doing this, minding their own business, priests, the Sadducees, the captain of the temple, they come upon them. There's adversity that has come upon them as a result of them sharing the gospel talking about the resurrection, talking about the goodness of the Lord. This was a part of what was going on in their time. And I'm just telling everyone here, the world is becoming more and more hostile to sound doctrine, to the teaching and the preaching. The world is becoming, I don't want to hear that. And we talked about this last week. And they came upon them, they arrested them. 5,000 people heard the message. Look at verse 5. And it came to pass on the next day that their rulers, elders and scribes, as well as Annas, the high priest, Caiaphas, John and Alexander, and as many as were of the family of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, now watch the saints, By what power or by what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders of Israel, If we this day are judged for a good deed done to a helpless man, by what means he has been made well, let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before you whole. This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Can I have an amen? this is the response this is a powerful response now picture this saints these individuals are, are are being locked up they're being chained they're chained because they're willing to share openly and communicate the heart of god to people these individuals were opposed to the message but yet and still, when they had the opportunity to go into self preservation mode, they refused to go into self preservation mode. They remained in identification mode. I mean, I'm re- identified with Christ, not only in his blessings, but also in his sufferings. And if me being in this situation, I have to share, they were willing to share. The question is, would we share? Will we let people know that there is no other name given among men under heaven by which men must be saved? When the world is preaching that there's all kinds of ways to God. When the world is saying that, you know, you, you, can, you can live any kind of way and it's okay. And Jesus will cover it and it's fine. And, and don't worry about it. And Jesus say, and, and I love Peter. They're just saying, no, there's, there's one way. There's one door, there's one gate, there's one sacrifice, there's one high priest, there's one mediator between God and man, and that is the man, Jesus Christ. Can I have an amen? Yeah. And, and it has to be communicated. But we have spiritists, we have all kinds of false doctrine, false teaching, And I'm not saying that we should be disrespectful towards those people. We should dwell with people with understanding and love. But at the same time, we must never modify the message to make it more pliable and palatable for people to receive and just come attend our churches. We have to stick to the message. Amen. Come on, look at your neighbor and tell them, stick to the message. Now tell somebody on the other side, stick to the message. Apostle Peter, he says, being filled with the spirit of God, he says, nor is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name, no other authority, no other power, no other strength under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. It's the only name. It is the name above every name. Our God, our father is highly exalted Jesus and have given him the name that is above every name that at the at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory. Can I have an amen in here today? We talk about this stuff and we get a little fidgety and spooky and well, what about all these people that know, don't know God? I don't know. Just keep telling them about Jesus tell them. It's our job to tell them. It's our job to be open. It's our job to get on the rooftop and share what Jesus has whispered in our ears. And we have to communicate this. And they're doing this while they're locked up, while they're chained. They would not budge when it came to the message. But now we've taken the message and we've, we've mixed it all up. So people come to church and they don't, they just come to church like they're going to a golfing club. Can I talk about this this morning? They, we just like, this is just a big social club and we just come here and hey, how you doing? You know, no, we're here. This is the house of God. We are the children of the living God. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. The power of God is with us. Jesus is in our midst. He is our shepherd. Not only are we his sheep, but we are an army of the Lord. We are a peculiar people, a holy nation, his own separate people. We are his treasure. And Jesus died to get us in a place where we realize that ultimately our allegiance is to him. And the message may not always feel good and people may get convicted and they may not feel like going to church. But something in them is Jesus gets a hook in them will begin to draw them and draw them and draw them. Has anybody been drawn by the Lord? You know exactly what I'm talking about here. You wanted to get away from it and then you just hear the words coming back to you. Well, it's because the message, the word goes out and it does not return void and we have to be willing to stand in the midst of this and share that there is no other name you can get mad at me you cuss me out you can you know talk to me about family members well what about my cousin he did i don't know if he's not walking with jesus he's not saved there's no other salvation i don't have anything else to tell you well he said five hail Marys. that's not gonna work you gotta repent You got to get to know Jesus. He's alive. He wants to live in you. He wants to talk to you. He wants to walk with you. He wants to wake you up in the morning and, and tell you to pray. He wants to sing over you songs of deliverance. He wants to not only be in your life, he wants to be your life. And that's a good thing. Because that's where we find our salvation, our freedom. Amen? Amen? And so we can't budge. And these, I love these apostles. They refuse to move. Look at verse 13. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John. And perceived that they were uneducated. And untrained men. They marveled. And they realized that they had been with Jesus. It's not a matter of just. Having head knowledge. This has to be revelatory. These people were not trained, but they knew Jesus. And the same thing for us. What causes boldness to come upon us is when we really get to know him. It's hard to deny someone that you really know. And that you've walked with. You've talked with. That you know is alive in you and with you. And the Bible says that they were bold and they saw this boldness upon them. The word bold in the Greek, it means to be bald. It means to be open. That nothing's hiding. Nothing is hid. It's open. And this is what Jesus said, "Talk about me openly. Be bold. Tell people about who I am." And these individuals were were very very bold and it wasn't because they were had the excellence of training or excellence of education it was because they knew him and it's the same thing for us it'll cause us to become more and more bold as we spend time getting to know jesus he says here in verse 14 and seeing the man who had been healed standing with them they could say nothing against him then they saw the fruit of the relationship that they had with Jesus, that Jesus used them mightily to bring deliverance in this person's life. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men? For indeed, that a notable miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But so that it spreads no further. I remember I preached on that before. So, so that it spreads no further among the people, let us severely what? Threaten them. Let us threaten them. You keep talking about Jesus, this is what I'm going to do. You keep talking about Jesus, I'm not going to give you what I wanted to give you. Why don't you cool it down, brother? And I share this testimony all the time, and I think it's important that I remind people once again, because I, I went through this in a major way in my own personal life. I had one of my coaches one time, and I wasn't being obnoxious. People were coming to me. I was minding my own business, so I just had a bunch of teammates that were Nicodemuses. So I'm preaching to them, trying to share about Jesus, and we we going through the process trying to get these guys saved. And I'll never forget one of my coaches pulled me to the side. He said, hey. He said, you know, I like what you're doing and everything like this. He said, but you know what? You need to, I just think you just need to basically be quiet for a while and just just simmer down what you got going on here with these guys. Because these guys are coming to you. And Deacon Rob will tell you, we used to have on the plane, I would be minding my own business. And on the plane, we had one section, which was way in the back. We called that, that was the ghetto. They be back there gambling on the plane. What's up, dog? What's up? Blah, blah, blah. You know, we doing that thing. You know. And then we had another section, a little, a little closer. It was the suburbs. So the brothers being the suburbs, they wasn't gambling, but they over there, you know, doing that thing. And then you go closer, you closer. And then, and then we had up where I was at in the plane, we had the church. And so people would come from the from the ghetto up to this church and we'd be having bible study on the plane digging rob am i telling the truth we'd be on the plane i'd be up there, i'd be sitting on my plane look look and the seats were there and i'd be now open your bibles here man check this out well i'm preaching on the plane al davis would come by and sit back and go, hey, how you doing what y'all doing great napoleon keep up the good work you know i'm <laughs> So people were coming to me. I wasn't being obnoxious, but I'll never forget. He told me to be quiet. I said, and I I remember, I remember my heart kind of jumped a minute. There's a moment where you have to overcome your fears. I said, I said, coach. I said, that's not right. I said, these guys, if these guys are in here talking about the stuff they're talking about, how come I can't talk about what I want to talk about? What he didn't know was that his mama told me to keep preaching to him. <laughs> that is a goddamnest honest truth. This coach's mama told me, you keep preaching to my son because he keeps telling me. About. So what I'm saying is, the saints, I said no. Because especially since I had his mama's okay, I said, no. Nah. I said, coach, come on now. That's not right. If they're going to talk about that, he said, okay, okay. He said, but I'm just saying, you know. You, I said, all right, all right. But there's a moment in your flesh where you have to say, no, I'm going to represent Jesus. I'm not going to be overboard, obnoxious, but I'm going to let people know where I stand. And I'm going to make myself available as an agent of the kingdom of God to help to usher people into his kingdom. All of us have to embrace this. And we have to look the threats in the eye and overcome. Look what he says here. Verse 17. But so that it spreads no further among the people, let us severely threaten them that that from now on they speak to no man in this name. So they called them and commanded them not to speak at all nor to teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way of punishing them because of the people. Since since they all glorify God for what had been done. For the man who was over 40 years old on whom the miracle of healing had been performed. And being let go, they went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priest and elders had said to them. So when they had heard that, they raised their voices to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. By stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed 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 mm, 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 I just feel this right now and when they had prayed the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness this is their response this is how they confronted their fear of man this is how they dealt with The opportunity to deny the Lord. This is how they stabilize themselves. This is how they they strengthen themselves. It says they. They begin to band together. They begin to get tighter. And as they did this, the Lord responded. By pouring out his spirit upon them. And a releasing a boldness over them. And, and they begin to share their, their faith openly. Well, saints, this is what's going on. Do you know that we are in the midst of, the, of a hotbed of perversion and, and, and hostility towards the gospel? God has set us up for such a time as this. To lift up our voice like a trumpet, to, to open our mouths and share our faith, but do whatever it takes to make sure that we don't water down the message. And then God, by his sovereignty and his power, will begin to draw people who are hungry and thirsting for righteousness and want to change in their life. And they won't just be individuals who are church attenders, they'll be converts, they'll be converted. And get to know Jesus in a new and living way. They'll, they'll accept Jesus and stay with Jesus through it all. These people were willing to do this. Regardless of what it meant. And saints, we need people today, like these individuals, to say, God, I don't care what happens. I'm not changing your message. And I'm going to be bold to share my faith. I'm going to be open. I'm going to, I'm going to let my kids know that there's a new leaf that's been turned over in this house. We're going to walk with Jesus. You're going to start coming to church. And you may not get saved in this year, but you come and just hear the word. And be blessed. I'm going to tell my spouse, so oh, you don't want to walk with Jesus, but I'm going to walk with Jesus. Amen. Jesus saved my life. And yes. I'm going to have to stand before him one day. I'm not going to have to stand before you. I'm going to have to stand before Jesus. And so this is what I'm doing. I'm going to see God. We got to tell coworkers, hey, man, you know, listen, you guys are cool and everything. And we can have some, we can talk and everything. But as soon as y'all go over the line, I'm off. Can I have an amen? amen. We not, I'm not going to that party. I love y'all. Peace. Can I have an amen? amen. But y'all going too far now. But you're cool. Come over to my house. Come over to my my office. You can hang out. But as soon as you start trying to gossip about the boss, you uh, can't do it. And so we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Amen. And we stick to the message. And today, I want to challenge all of us, especially me as your pastor in this church. Saints, there's a place that God's trying to... And we talked about about this on Watch Night Service... It's time to advance. It's time to take more ground. It's time to move in a direction. And as God is moving us in this direction, the basics that cause these individuals to have success, we've got to incorporate this into our life. And the, the, the thing that the, uh, he's saying here is, you've got to be bold. You've got to be bold. And we have to be willing, and I'm going to say this in closing, closing, saying we have to be willing as people to forget about how we feel and focus on what is right.
1: And you're listening to Pastor Napoleon Kaufman here today on Times of Refreshing. Our desire is to see you grow in Christ through the daily ministry of God's Word. And as you take time to spend with us studying God's Word, we trust you are being encouraged in Christ. Questions, comments, prayer requests, as always, we love hearing from you. It means a great deal to us knowing that these programs are having their desired effect on your life, spurring you on in Christ, love, and good deeds. You can reach out to us by phone, 925-292-7800, 925-292-7800, or write to us, times of refreshing, 2333, Nissan Drive livermore california the zip code is 94551 you're also welcome to visit our website thewellchurch.net it's a great place to visit if you would like information regarding who we are where we meet what we're about past sermons are available online there as well as our online store and you can even get connected with us there again thewellchurch.net now normally at this time i would invite you to join us for worship here at the well but at least until may 1st because of the covid-19 we're not available to do that at this time what we are available to do is invite you to join us on either our church app at our website thewellchurch.net or on our youtube channel for our weekly message at 10:30 pastor napoleon will share a message from the lord just like he used to with his program hope of glory And remember to be faithful as well during this time of challenge with your giving. You can give online through our website, through the church app, or by mail to the church office. And we are praying and standing on His truths during this time and remembering that God is in control, and we're praying for you. Thank you for joining us today. Until next time, God bless.